What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's podcast, I have a keynote speaker that I listened to a couple of years ago and absolutely changed the future of my business and my life. He was so impactful in my journey that I've been waiting for the time to bring him onto the podcast and bring him into our event, Flip Hacking Live. And this year is the year. So uh, I look forward to introducing him to you. I'm so happy that I got to know him better uh, today in the past couple of weeks and then get to meet him in person next week in the studio. It's going to be amazing, life-changing keynote presentation for all of you. And I think you'll agree at, after you listen to this podcast that you have to be at Flip Hacking Live. So go to fliphackinglive.com grab your tickets. Don't miss it. This is an opportunity for years to come. I mean, it's three years later from, since the first time I heard him speak and he's still impacting me today. So uh, look forward to introducing you to my guest today, Mr. Kevin Brown. My name is Bill Allen and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, everybody. I am really excited about my guest today. I, I Let's see. Looking back, it was probably about uh, two and a half years ago, I was at an event, a live event in San Diego. Um, there's a, you know, a couple thousand people there and there was a couple speakers that, um, and this wasn't the first time that I was at this event. I've been to this event multiple years and there's a couple speakers that I just didn't know, hadn't heard of every single event I go to this host brings in some incredible talent. And there was, uh, there was a presentation, uh, and a speaker there that blew me away. And I mean, I still think about this presentation almost every single day, frankly, especially when I look at my son and we probably get into that a little bit. And Inside of that presentation, it was, it made me like think about who I am, what my mission is, what I'm doing, and this concept of heroes. And I was fortunate enough to, yeah, obviously have this platform where I run events and I've been waiting years to get the gentleman that I have on the podcast today at Flip Hacking Live on the podcast, all the things that we could do together and collaborate. And I'm really excited to bring him to you and this present, I mean, this keynote speech just moved me. And I'm really excited for anybody that has a ticket to Flip Packing Live to see him. And even if you just listen to the podcast and you're not attending, just to be able to hear him and some of his message today, I think he's really going to change the way you think about a lot of things. So for, uh, welcome, Kevin Brown, to the podcast. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Bill. It's an honor to be with you and uh, to everybody in your world. It's great to, to be working and uh, can't wait to uh, be with you guys at the, at the event. So Kevin, can you just, I, I think there might be like, I know there's one guy in our community who was sitting next to me during your presentation, but I think a lot of people, um, you know, probably don't know who you are, don't know your story, what you do. Could you just take a minute and just tell them kind of what you do and who you are? Yeah, actually, virtually nobody knows who I am. And uh, I retired from corporate America in uh, 2016. Uh, we started getting, getting asked to come and give this hero speech that we had been working on for a number of years. And by the end of 2016, I was doing so much speaking, I couldn't uh, keep up with my branding and marketing work. I was branding and marketing executive for 30 years and loved what I did, never imagined I'd be doing this. But we stumbled onto this idea about heroes and what it truly means to be a hero at work and at home. And of course, we live in a world now where we hear the words hero, we hear about essential workers. And I think it's just, it's not only a timeless message, but right now it's really, really timely. 
because we find ourselves in a season where not only do we need heroes, but the people around us need heroes. They need leaders, people who are going to help move them from where they are to someplace new. So we made a commitment at the end of 2016 to start chasing this idea of what it means to be a hero at work and at home. And we've been blessed to do what we do. We've been in front of I don't know, five or 600 different companies from Fortune 50 companies to mom and pop groups up and down Main Street, USA. So we're, we're pretty blessed to do what we do. And, you know, just I go back to that place that I was in. You know, when you have like you're listening to a song or you see a presentation or something just changes, like fundamentally changes the way that you think. You can remember exactly where you are, exactly how you feel, who is around you, the temperature of the room, the look. And that was your presentation. And I tell everybody like I the, what I look at, my, I look at myself is I'm going to go travel around to other events, to other presentations, to basically curate content, speakers, things like that, put together uh, this one event that we do every year. It's just this is the only event that we open up to the public and to make sure that we produce these three days. That's a journey that I take people on and, and have all these kind of um, different slots for different people to give them the best experience that they, they could have and they could feel that same way. So it's almost like that movie, you know, when you watch a movie like uh, Usual Suspects or Memento, those movies that have a twist where you can never watch it again the first time. And you see that, you see that movie again, the next time you kind of know what's going to happen. But I feel like right now I know in just, I don't know, six or seven days, what people are going to experience hearing your message for the first time. It gets me really pumped up because I know the transformation that a lot of them are going to have in that message. So that's probably why I'm I don't know, more excited about this event than I ever have been in the past because there's a couple, there's a couple presenters, there's a couple of keynotes, there's a couple of uh, concepts that we're going to present to them that's going to completely floor them. They don't even know what's coming. So, um, th and that, that's what your presentation did for me. So I just, I want to take this minute to just say thank you for that because I could, honestly, one of the reasons why I bought this company in the first place was because some of the messaging that you presented there. And when I was thinking about, do I make this decision or not? Is this the best thing for me, my family, the, the audience, all of our followers, everybody? Um, I went back to that, uh, some of those things that you talked about in your presentation. So it's a big influence on me. And I know that when people come to me and they have, they say things like this, sometimes it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, but it, it's, you need it to keep going. Like you are doing some incredible work. And I know that through this, this time, right, come March, we were talking a little bit pre-show, how did it affect, you're a speaker, you speak at live events, you're on stages all around the country all year and probably around the world. And what happened in your business during that time? Yeah, and thank you for that. You know, the, the reason I do what I do is to pour back into people. And I think, you know, when people say the things that, that you just said, when I get a card or an email or somebody says something, it, it just, it, it never gets old. I love telling my, my story. I love talking about the heroes in my life and using that as a catalyst to help people make some extraordinary choices in their life. And you talk about this season of COVID right now. Uh, I was on the road 220 days a year, doing 150 events a year, literally been around the world in the last five years. And on March 12th of this year, the world stopped turning, as we know. And I got a phone call. I was two hours from being on stage in Philadelphia got a phone call from the CEO and said, we've, we've got to shut it down. We're going to send a car to take you back to the airport. And from that point till now, life hasn't been the same. This season, and, and I always call it a season, Bill. This is a season that we're in. A lot of people say this is the new normal. This is the new reality. It's just a season that we're in. You know, We're not all in the same boat, but we're all in the same storm. And we've got this moment in time. And what I'm learning, what I'm learning from my clients, you know, we had to make a shift. 
And what I started to see was that there are two very distinct people that are in the market right now as entrepreneurs, as leaders. There are people who are managing change and there are those who are leveraging change. And I think the interesting thing about those who are leveraging change, that they see this season so much different than everybody else. They see this as an opportunity to get better. They see this as an opportunity to cure the blind spots and the weaknesses in their business. They see this as an opportunity to make some choices, some decisions to push down on the accelerator instead of push down on the panic button. And that's what we did in our business. We decided that, look, I had a list of stuff, just like every entrepreneur. I had a list of stuff that I knew I needed to work on. But we were so busy doing these events all over the world that that wish was really a wish list, a, a someday list. It, learning video training, learning um, this digital world, the virtual world, these platforms that are out there and emerging even pre-COVID. And on March 12th, that wish list became a priority list and we went to work. We went to because the goals hadn't changed. The goals for us, that's to impact people. That's to move people. That's to inspire people. That's to encourage people to move from where they are to someplace new. Those goals haven't changed, but the path has changed. And right now the path has moved for so many people, but the great ones, they're leveraging this opportunity while the competition is holding on, while the competition is trying to survive, they're making a decision to thrive. And I think that's the, the biggest shift that I've seen since March 12th of this year. You know, obviously in the speaking world, business is business. So I think the same thing on the real estate side. I remember uh, in February, it was the end of February and we got off a cruise. Our mastermind was on a cruise in February and cruise ships in China were getting stuck in ports uh, in, in Europe. They were not going out. They, people were canceling their cruises and we, we were all you know, kind of fat, dumb and happy getting off our cruise, had a great time. About half the people on the cruise were sick. We had no idea what was going on, but it just seemed to be a bunch of people together uh, getting sick, right? So we, right. we got off the cruise and then and that was it. Like as, as a bit, my business in seven figure flipping world is we put on live events for our clients, the fulfillment events for our clients. And so we had to do the same thing. We had to adapt, we had to shift, we had to make an adjustment. And a lot of people, just like you said, just kind of said, well, you know, I'm scared of this. I'm actually going to close the doors in the, in the real estate business and, and anything else they did. They just said, Hey, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to change. Like I'm so used to this. This is what I'm really good at. This is my thing. I'm not going to make an adjustment. Like I'm not going to change. Other people have to you know, figure out how to, how to come, like let me into their world. And so what I saw that there was a huge opportunity here and, but it was hard. It wasn't easy to say, uh, there's a, like a fog out there and uncertainty, but I'm just going to step on the gas. Like you said, accelerate versus the panic button. A lot of people hitting the panic button and some people are just accelerating. I remember talking to my COO and saying, we're just going to keep marketing. Like we have to keep marketing in the real estate business. And without leads, we have no business. Like we can't just stop because we'll probably be okay for a month or two, but three months down the road, we're going to feel it in a big way. And that, 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 if you stop something now, you don't feel it right away. You feel it two or three months down the road. And then you're, you're looking around going, what happened? I don't know what happened. So we did that. We just stepped on the accelerator. I remember using the, the Forrest Gump analogy in March of like, we're, we're in the shrimp boat, Captain, uh, uh, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump, and we have no idea what we're doing. And we're just going out there. Everybody else's, their boats are on the shore. Huge storm hits, and then they got all the shrimp that they want, right? Because they're the only ones still open. And we weren't the only ones still open for business in, in our real estate uh, areas. Uh, but what I found was we were the only, we were some of the only people that were stepping on the accelerator. 
And so when things did open up, when the change did happen and things started loosening up, we saw a huge opportunity a couple months later. And we did have to spend, I mean, I, I lost some money a couple months. Like I was making payroll. I didn't fire anybody. We continued to market at the same amount. I knew that I was going to have to dip into company equity to make sure that I'm investing in the future, right? And that's the hard decisions that CEOs make to, to realize that, um, that you make a decision, you stand by it with the information that you have and see how it turns out. So I love that kind of accelerator versus the panic button analogy. It's very similar to what we talked about with like Forrest Gump. I did a webinar right away and said, Hey guys, just keep going. Like you got to keep going and you got to commit to this. If this is your business and this is what you do, no plan B, plan C, plan D. Like this is it. What are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. And it's hard. It's really, really hard because this is, these are uncertain times. There's, there's a ton of, ton of things going on. There's in, you know, I quit watching TV. I quit listening to all of that stuff because we're so easily influenced. You know, the books we read, the habits we develop, stuff that we pour into our head, it has such an impact on the choices, the decisions that we make. And so I just shut it all down. And I, there, I have enough people on my team, if there's something really bad going on, they're gonna let me know. And I focused on working on me. I've always been a believer that we take care of us because we can't give what we do not have, right? If we don't have any hope, if we don't have any perspective, if we don't have a vision, then we can't give that to the people on our team and the people that we serve ultimately, we can't give that to them. And so I always focus on what can I do to better myself? What can I do right now to cast a different vision, which is the other thing. And you and I have spent a lot of time talking about this. We have stories that yours involves your son, mine involves my son, and it involves the vision that other people wanted to cast for their future. And in both cases, in both cases, we decided, and in my case, especially it was my wife who said, no, we're not accepting that diagnosis as his prognosis. We're not accepting that as his destiny. And she took the storyline and she rewrote it and she cast a new vision for our son. And, you know, at, at, at Flip Hacking Live, you guys are going to hear the whole story. But that story is representative of this season that we're in right now. We have an opportunity to recast vision and to, to think in different ways about our business and to get stronger in this moment of time so that we've got more to give the people around us. And that's on the backside of this, there's going to be so much distance created between us and our competition. Because the ones who aren't figuring it out, the ones who are holding on to survive, they're going to be trying to figure it out after the fact. And then it's too late because people will have accelerated too far beyond them. I love it. Uh, you mentioned before, when we were talking before, you told me the story about a buffalo and a cow. Can you tell that story to everybody that's listening? <laughs> yeah. So I heard this story from a friend of mine. His name's Rory Vaden. Rory's a great, great brand guy. He's a great speaker. And he told this story one time about cows and buffaloes. He said, you know, there's, there's only one place, one of the few places in the world where cows and buffaloes coexist is out in Colorado. And they, they occupy the plains together. And he said, there's an interesting phenomenon when a, when a thunderstorm comes. Thunderstorms always develop in the West. They come over the Rocky Mountains and they sweep across the plains on into Kansas. And he said, as those storms come over the Rocky Mountains, the cows and the buffaloes, obviously they can all see the storm coming. And so they see the storm coming and two very different things happen. As the storm approaches, the cows get afraid. They push the panic button and they start running away from the storm. Well, obviously we all know what happens. The storm catches up with the cows and the cows end up running in the storm longer because they're running with the storm and they, they can't get away from it. They can't outrun it. The buffalo, they have a completely different approach. Their mindset is, look, how do we face this head on and get through it 
And the answer is you run toward the storm. You run toward the storm. They run toward the storm. The cows are running the other way. The buffalo turn and run through the storm and thereby they're not in the storm nearly as long as the cows. And I think that is a perfect metaphor. In fact, I need to send Rory a note and tell him thank you for that because it's a perfect metaphor for COVID-19, for the season that we're in. And listen, this won't be the last crisis we're, we're ever in. This is just the current crisis. There's other, Paul Harvey used to say, it's important to remember during times like these that there have always been times like these. It's always going to be something. We're either coming out of something, going into something, or we're in something. And right now we've got this storm and we can choose to run head, head on into it to make, a, to make a powerful choice to get better and get through this storm and get to the backside of it, or we can choose to panic and run with it. And the, the effects of that will be us running in that storm for a lot longer than we had to. You know, uh, my EOS coach, Dan Coleman, so we run our business off of Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS, and we have a coach that gets with us every quarter. In March, we had a quarterly session and that was the theme of our quarterly session was be a Buffalo. Showed this picture, told the, told the story, not, not, as, not as detailed and as great as that, but he just told the story about buffaloes and cows. And it's the first time I ever heard it. And our mantra this year, since March, in the seven-figure flipping company has been be a Buffalo. And it's it's perfect way to look at what we did in this accelerator versus panic button that you talked about is really like, I guess the question that I had to everybody that's listening is, what are you doing right now? Like, what is your plan? Are you just, are you sheltered? Are you, are you saying like, I'm just, I'm just going to wait to get started or I'm going to slow down or I'm not going to continue to grow or like, what are you doing right now? You know, are you, are you the Buffalo or are you the cow? Are you going to sit in the storm longer or are you going to come along with the rest of us and just run into that storm? So like, what, what group are you going to follow? We're all on the plains in Colorado and you're going to kind of decide, you know, are you going to go through it and come out on the other side? Basically pretty, I mean, I feel fairly unscathed right now. I don't feel like I've been getting crushed by heavy downpour and thunderstorms. And it's, it's interesting to see that we're not getting destroyed. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's a little bit uncomfortable. It's a little bit different, but there's a ton of opportunity here if you know where to look. And if you're, if you're prepared to be able to accept that opportunity, I think that's the big thing. A lot of people look at opportunity like, oh, I, I, I wish I could go back and buy this stock or do this thing, you know, years ago. It's just, you develop yourself to a place to be able to identify opportunity. And so we talked a lot about opportunity uh, over the last 15 minutes or so. And what I see is I, some, a lot of times I can't recognize opportunity because I'm not prepared for it. And I don't have the foundation and the structure to be ready to see it as an opportunity. I actually see it as a big risk or mm -hmm. something that I can't attain or can't achieve. And as I grow, it, you're just put in that place to, to have that opportunity kind of present itself. And then you can make a decision is, is this the way that I want to go or not? So I think a lot of people need to think about that. And there is opportunity coming. Are you prepared for it? Are you, do you really have the foundation and are you running towards it? Or are you just really scared and fearful? And I, I mean, fear is a very powerful thing. And I don't think it's something that, that we should take lightly. Um, I, there is risk and there's risk and reward in everything that we do. This opportunity comes with both and you guys got to look at the upside and the downside of it. So um, I don't know. What do you think well, about that? I mean, think, of, think about that for a minute, though. If it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was easy to build a, a great business or a great brand, a great family to impact your community, to help people and be blessed in the process, if it was easy, everybody would do it. That's why people on the periphery, the people who, who don't make those choices, the people, the cows of the world, they look back at the buffalo and they go, wow, they're really lucky. They got through that. And look, they're doing really well. And it's not luck. It's the willingness to do things differently. It's the willingness to do what other people are not willing to do or, or, or even willing to try. 
And that's one of the things I love about your community is you and I have talked about these folks and their mindset is we're going to get better. And they're doing it in exactly the same way that I had to transform my business. When I'm learning virtual, when I'm trying to figure all this out, I didn't go start reading a bunch of books or watching YouTube videos. I went out and found people who are actually really good at this. And I partnered with a studio and I got technical people around me that I can go into a studio and do what I need to do. Because you said something to me when we were talking earlier, and it's like, go find the how. Go, you can go find the how if you'll go find the who, right? I don't have to go learn the stuff if I can go find the people that already know how. I can find the how by finding the who. And so I went out and found the who, and I'm not talking about the rock band. I'm talking about those who have the knowledge, those who can bring me the how. Otherwise, guess what? I would have spent the last seven months figuring out how. Instead, I was able to find who and in seven months, we've done 46 events virtually. And so when I think about what your community is doing, plugging into who, so they don't have to reinvent how, that's what makes it special. That's where you get acceleration. And I think it's so easy to, to kind of sit and go, should I? Is it the right thing? And we've got other people chirping in our ear. And the truth of the matter is, we talked about vision casting. We talked about, you know, what picture do we want? What are we going to do? What are we going to do to get better? There's a lot of people that say, oh, now's not the time to do that. You, you need to hold on tight. You talked about investing in your money, dipping into equity. It's a scary thing, but there's no way that I can't, I have to take advantage of this opportunity. Bob Dylan said, a hero is somebody who understands the responsibility that comes with freedom. You're a military guy. We owe you and everyone like you, every veteran on this planet, real deal in, in the hero business. We owe you a, a huge thank you for our freedom, not for your service, but for our freedom and the responsibility of that freedom, the responsibility that comes with that is taking bold action to understand that we, in times of crisis, in times of change, we have an opportunity as leaders, as parents, as spouses, as fellow human beings to come together and find solutions and not run away from the storm, but run into the storm and get better. And that's what I love about what you are doing with your organization, with this community, because these are the real deal folks and they've made this commitment. We're gonna use this season to get better. We're gonna come out of this ready to fight and we're gonna be stronger for it. And everybody else can play catch up on the backside because we're gonna be, be yards ahead of them. I, I really like that concept. I mean, I feel like I'm at a point where when I look towards October to where this event was gonna sit, it was probably four or five months ago, I said, you know what? The country is probably gonna open back up by then. We're gonna be able to be the first live event, like big live event that's gonna be in place again. It was actually supposed to be in Orlando, uh, right there by Disney World. We had these huge plans for it, you know, and I'm planning it and I'm saying, no, we're going, we're going. I'm the Buffalo, right? And this event is gonna be in person and it's perfect timing. Like everybody's gonna to wanna to get out of their house. Everybody's gonna to wanna to go in and, and get together again and see, and October's gonna be perfect. Sure enough, stuff opened up and then like closed back down again, right? And so we actually planned an event in, uh, in July here in Nashville, and it was opening up. We had the Opryland Hotel, it was all booked. And then sure enough, like June 1st, they opened up, July 1st, they shut down, and the 17th, our events canceled two weeks before. And I had to jump through and put on a virtual event. Same thing with this. I had to make a decision a couple months out to decide I gotta go all in one way or the other, live right. or virtual. And so like, what I saw in that is just being able to be flexible and see the opportunity and be able to make the best of it and find out who already knows how to do this stuff, right? Our event planner shifted their entire business model. They do virtual events for Tony Robbins. 
26,000 people logged in, 40,000 people watching on their computers, because usually it's two people on each computer, and they're doing those events. So they are the masters of this. And now we know that we're in good hands. We can put on this amazing event. We can bring in folks like you, folks like Walter, folks like everybody that's going to come, 24 different speakers to present this opportunity for everybody. So it's, it's hard because you have this vision and you have to make a change. Right? And then you, have to, then you have to go all in with it and say, all right, how can I make this as best as possible? And by no means am I saying that I would rather have a live event than a virtual event or vice versa. But what I am saying is I'm playing the cards that I'm dealt right now and I'm going to make it as good as I possibly can. I bet the people that show up are going to go, I didn't know that you could even do that on a virtual event. Like it's not just a right. Zoom call. It's not a webinar. It's not th these things that we're tired of. Um, we're going to surprise and delight you with a lot of things. It's a 360 degree experience. You're going to grab that box to get shipped to your house, opened up and ask questions of why all this stuff's in there. And over those three days, you're going to find out why. There's this, it's going to be a fun experience that you can still network. We can do breakout sessions. We can do all kinds of stuff. So, um, and we get to like, for those that couldn't fly down to Orlando, get a hotel, spend five days away from their family, do all of those things that can now just pay, uh, you know, $400 for a ticket, $500 for a virtual ticket and be able to see all of this amazing content from their home and still tuck their kids in at night. Like that's a game changer. We might never have the opportunity to do something like that again when we go back to in-person events. So there's definitely a season right now that we're taking advantage of. So my question to like anybody that's listening to this is like, are you going to take advantage of that or not? Like, are you coming or you're not? You got a couple more days to decide. Don't miss the boat because just what Kevin said is he could have shifted his business to, to, to what he did to do the virtual events, to find a studio, to do all those things and get after it right away. Or he could have sat back and spent seven months trying to figure out how to do it on his own and then do his first keynote right now. Like how far behind everybody else would he be? Would I be in my business? Would you be in your business? If you sat on the sidelines, I've seen people year over year, they're waiting, what's gonna happen on this election? I probably won't get into real estate because of the election. Four years ago, I've made millions of dollars in the real estate business in the last four years. And I know a couple of people who said, I'm just gonna wait till after the election. And they still, I didn't jump in. It's just another excuse and another excuse and another excuse. Yeah, you know, people, a lot of times you hear people, they, they kind of park, right? It's, it's the old, LA thing, you know, the, all the servers in restaurants, they're really just starving actors and actresses. And I, I have this belief, I have this belief that we have to be a good steward of now. If we can't be exceptional, if we can't be extraordinary right where we are, then next never comes. Now always leads to next. And when we sit and wait, we didn't take advantage of now. And there's always an opportunity in now. And I think it's what we do with now that opens the door to next. And right now, the big question is going to be, you know what, New Year's is going to come and we're going to celebrate 2021 and we're going to be like, thank God 2020 is over. But the question is going to be, what did you do in 2020 to prepare you, to prepare you to dominate, to prepare you to dominate in 2021? What did you do? Not what did, not what did the politicians do? Not what did the economy do? And the economy has done remarkably well in, in all of this. But it's not what everything else is doing. It's what did we do? What did we do? I love what John Maxwell says about this. He always says, it's not what happens to us. It's what happens in us. And the question is, what is happening in us? And that's why I think it's really powerful what you do. Coming together virtually or live, we have to come together by any means possible. And if it can't be live, then for you to create this experience where we can come together 
and we can shut off all the noise. I told you earlier, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't listen to a lot of stuff because I'm vigilant about protecting my mind, my eyes, my ears. That determines what comes out of my mouth and that's what impacts other people. And so I want to pay really close attention to what I'm putting in. And so to be at this event with like-minded people with big visions and big goals, I think it's extraordinarily important in ways that we probably can't even measure beyond business. Amazing stuff. Prepare you. Like, how are you preparing yourself? That's the biggest thing. And you're right. I, I don't know. It's a challenging year. When I look back at you know, January 1st, I, I, every year I do some reflection on what the year was like. I usually do a podcast about it and tell the ups and downs of my year and just mm-hmm. open the kimono, as we say in the military. Like, yep. Yep. Here it is. It's the good, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. You got it on the podcast. And um, here's what worked and what didn't work. And here's what I'm going to do different this year. And right. I think it's really important. I, I want to ask you one question I, I, before, we, before we end. It's just, yeah. if somebody gets a ticket to this event and like watches Kevin Brown at this event, like what are they, they going to get? Like what is the, what's the, What's your mission as you go there for the people that are in the audience? Because for those that have tickets, I want them to get really excited about coming. And for those that don't have tickets, I want them to realize that just one presentation, just one of 24 can change everything. Like just one of them can change everything. And it'll be worth a hundred times what you paid to just see one of them, let alone all 24. Yeah. yeah, And you know what? You just said it. One moment in time can change everything. One moment in time can change your life. You can change somebody else's life if you're willing. And I'll give you the through line. The through line for the hero effect is this, being your best when it matters the most. And the world needs heroes. And more importantly, the world needs your hero. You see, I happen to believe that every human being on the planet was created with specific talents, gifts, and abilities arranged in a way unique to them. And I believe they were assigned the responsibility of using those gifts to make life better for other people, because that's what heroes do. They make life better for the people around them. And what we do is we take commonly held beliefs, the definition of a hero, for example, and we just flip it on its head. And we don't accept the, the old platitudes and the, the commonly held beliefs because there's so many limiting beliefs out there that we walk around repeating all the time as though it were truth. And so we flip that on its head and we turn four principles into this platform for becoming a hero at work and at home in big ways and small ways, impacting the people that you serve and serve with. And you know what? We need to be a hero to our kids, to our spouses, to the teams that we lead, to the people that we serve. And on the backside of COVID, if we're not prepared to to help people heal, if we're not prepared to help people get out of the mess that they're in, there's going to be a lot of people in a lot of big messes as we go through and come out of COVID-19. And the ones that are going to be standing there prepared and ready to help people are those who embody what we call the hero effect. And it's not about pounding your chest and walking into a room and raising your hand and saying, okay, everybody, I'm here to save the day. It's not that. It's not about ego. It's not that. It's not that I'm here to save the day, but I'm here to serve today. I'm here to serve you in ways that are meaningful, that add value to your life. And in return for that, we as entrepreneurs, you know, I came out of a business, the disaster restoration business. And I spent 20 years of my life with an organization that they showed up at when life was at its worst, they were at their best. And yes, did they profit from disaster? They did. And those people didn't want to do business with us, but they were so glad that we were there when they needed us. Nobody wants to go through a disaster. Nobody wants to be distressed. Nobody wants to have these times of being uncomfortable and uncertain. But thank goodness there are people that are there to help them in those times, to help get them out of that mess. And then in the process, 
build a business that's super profitable. And because when we're blessed, we get to be a blessing to others. So the hero effect is about being your best when it matters the most. There are four qualities of a hero that we'll talk about. And I'm different than most presenters. I don't use PowerPoint, don't use video. I use humor. I don't look like I'm going to be funny, but I'm actually very funny, which makes it funnier that I am funny. You'll laugh, you'll cry. There'll be poignant moments that I promise you, you'll look back on your life and you'll really reflect on, on why you're here. Why am I here and what am I doing with this moment in my life? We all know that life goes, I mean, these are fleeting moments. And one of the things that I always think about before I take the stage, virtually or in person, is how do you make an impact in a short amount of time? Right? I get 60 minutes on a platform. I get 75 minutes on a platform. How do you make an impact in a short amount of time? And the same question can be asked to everybody listening to this. If you're on the fence about coming to this, you need to get off the fence and make a decision to come because you're not going to get better sitting on the fence. The question is, what are you going to do to make an impact in the short amount of time that will encompass your life? Our life goes just like that. In the blink of an eye, our kids grow up and our life moves on and we look back on our whole life. And a lot of people, most people sit with all of the regrets, what they wish they had done, what they could have done, what they, if they had it to do all over again, here's the list of things. I don't want to take that list. I do not want to take that list to my grave. Uh, Les Brown used to say, live full and die empty. And I couldn't agree more. And so the moments that we have, I promise you, I'm going to pour it all onto the stage and I'm going to challenge your thinking about what it means to show up and be your best when it matters the most, to be, to be the extraordinary version of you that you were created to be. And I promise you, I'll be blessed for having been there and we'll have a great time together. Well, I don't think there's going to ever be a time when you need it the most than right now. So uh, you guys can go to flippackinglive.com, grab your ticket, even though it's last minute. The cool thing about virtual is uh, it's open, right? You can get a ticket, you can jump on. I'm sure people that morning will be buying tickets. So jump and in there. And they'll still get the best seat in the house. Exactly. You're exactly right. You can still show up on time, uh, pop in and... Uh, you know, your environment's going to be really important for this. Shut down the noise, like Kevin said, uh, turn off the other things and really be with us. Be present for those three days because if to, to miss a couple, just, just imagine if you missed, if I missed, if I missed Kevin's presentation a couple years ago, I might not even be doing this podcast right now. I might not own this company. I might not, I, like so much has changed since then. And it was such a big part of my life. And, and it, had I seen his name and gone, Oh, you know what? Like, ah, this presentation probably is not going to be that great. I'm going to go make a phone call in the lobby during that time, or I'm going to go network. I'm going to go have lunch with somebody. I'm going to skip it. I'm telling you, I would have missed a lot. And every one of these events, I show up to the whole thing because I never know what I'm going to get. And usually when I look at that name of that person who I think I'm going to get something specific from, I don't get it. And when I get it, when I see somebody else, it's, it's just amazing to see the return that you get from unknown areas. I tell people all the time, if you knew what you needed, you would just go get it. Like you don't know what you need. So show up for these three days. I know what you need. Let me put it together. Put your trust in me. Buy a ticket and show up. And don't, don't come in with an agenda. Come in to spend three days with us. And I'm going to show you three-day journey that I'm going to take you on that's going to deliver you somewhere. And it'll deliver people in different areas, different destinations. And it's right where you need to be right now. And uh, so... Uh, Kevin, I, I'm I, right now. I'm honored to to share a podcast with you, and I can't wait to meet you in person. I can't wait to share the stage with you because this is going to be this is it, it's uh, it, it's a little bit um, a little bit scary for me. I bring in these professional speakers and a, a couple of these you know it's just amazing people and their delivery, and I'm, now I'm going. 
I got it. My presentation's all there on the whiteboard. I got to put it all together. I got to make sure it's good and dialed in. And uh, it's it's funny because we have people that aren't professional presenters and are house flippers and have never spoken from stage before that come present to you guys. And we do have some just amazing presentations that are like life changing. And yours is truly life changing. It was life changing for me. It's uh, it's been an honor. I can't wait to share the stage with you. I do want to mention your book, The Hero Effect, before we go. So. Uh, I'm holding it up. If you're watching on uh, like YouTube or anywhere else, or our website, you can see it. Um, if you're not, you can go grab it. I'll challenge everybody, go get the book. We have a great reading audience. These guys just, every time I mention a book, they're just devouring the books and stuff. My challenge for anybody that's attending Flip Packing Live is just to wait until after to read it because you want to hear Kevin's message. You want to hear, you want to hear it firsthand. You want to hear his story. Um, and, but go get the book. Support Kevin is just been absolutely amazing. I read this book um, right after you did your presentation. I went out and got it and I, it's, it's been here in my office. It travels around with me. It's seen a lot of a lot of use. I've given it away. I I always love to order like multiple copies, give it to the people who need it the most. And th these things like this stuff is just transformational. It changes lives. And I just went through the grueling process of writing one myself that comes out next year. That uh, so I know how it is. It's awesome. it's not easy. No, I appreciate that, man. And I am I can't tell you how honored I am to be with your community and these this group of exceptional entrepreneurs, leaders, great thinkers. It's uh, it's an honor. I can't wait to see you next week. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. So, all right, go to flippackinglive.com, grab your ticket. Uh, if you listen to this and you're like, you know what, this just isn't for me, then you're probably right. If you can listen to this podcast and spend that time with us and say, you know what, just just the price of hearing Kevin Brown speak at Flip Packing Live, and that's it. I mean, it's you, you'll this, this one hour will pay for your, your ticket 10 times over. And I got a lot more where that came from. So Kevin, thanks so much for spending time with us. I know you're a busy thanks, guy. Bill. You got a lot going on. I know you got back very early this morning and still joined <laughs> us today. So thank you so much. It's been an honor. Uh, hopefully everybody goes out there and follows you, buys your book, um, attends other events that you that you speak at. Really, really important guys to, to just like Kevin said, to, to really think about what you're putting in your, in your mind, in, in your ears, in your eyes. What are you doing and where are you spending your time? And that's my challenge to everybody. Come spend your time with us. Just give me three days. Um, I, I guarantee it changes the future of and tr future trajectory of your business and your life, personally and professionally. So thanks, Kevin. I'll see you in thanks, a couple Bill. days. Hey, it's Bill again. And I want to personally invite you to our biggest event of the year, Flip Hacking Live. If you could copy the exact deal sources, marketing strategies, negotiation tactics, and business systems of the most successful house flippers and wholesalers in the nation, how would that change your business? Flip Hacking Live is a three-day event that we do just once per year, and it's happening October 15th through the 17th. We bring in the nation's top wholesalers and house slippers to walk you through everything they're doing, how they're marketing directly to sellers, how they're picking up discounted off-market properties, how they're doubling their close ratio with the right negotiation tactics, how they're raising millions of dollars in private money, the things they're doing that other investors aren't doing, all of it. These are the guys and gals who are actively doing deals at a high volume in today's market all across the country. You get their full attention for three days. They have agreed to hold nothing back and you'll be right there with them so you can ask questions and get clarification on anything that you need. This is your chance to hack the nation's top flippers and wholesalers and ethically steal their exact strategies and systems. All you have to do is take notes, ask questions, and apply what you learn. But first, you need to get a ticket. We've sold out every year and ticket prices go up every few months. So go to fliphackinglive.com right now and get your tickets today. Fliphackinglive.com, October 15th through the 17th. This is an event that you cannot afford to miss.